Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Draft position, a couple things I played. Luca Garza, overpick 54 and a half. People tell me that there's some love for Luca Garza. Me. I don't care. I don't think that he I can play in the I've talked to a few people league. that really like Luca Garza, and they think he can go. A couple agents as well think like he's the, he's one of the bigger steals of the draft. And it makes sense. I mean, because it is minus one ten. I mean, it's a pick 'em either way. I like it over though. I wish I was getting a plus money on that, but I'm not minus one ten. I also play Davion Mitchell under pick twelve and a half, which is juiced minus one twenty five. I see some people jumping on the over in that one. Over pick twelve and a half. I'm still on the under in that one. Oh. I'll lay the juice minus one twenty five. I like Mitchell, man, and I think that he goes before pick thirteen. Whoa. I'm brother. I'm right with you. Psych Davion Mitchell's one. I got some new picks today. I got Davion Mitchell over. Really? Twelve and a half plus money. Okay. Plus one hundred at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the only sportsbook. All of these lines, brother. Compliments of BetMGM, brother. That's a good I, macho, man. Thank you. I think Davion Mitchell, I think he's really talented. My biggest concern about Davion is that he's he's undersized. like, And that and that's the thing. I, I think he's undersized. And, and with that being the case, there's too much talent, especially around the wing positions in this draft. And also defenders now, guys who can come in and shoot the three and have some size in that, in that top – 15 area for Davion to go, you know, 11, 10. We look at the we look at the draft right now. The Spurs, I think the Spurs are at 10, right? Or 11, and you got the Charlotte Hornets at 12. They're probably going to go bigs. I feel like he would be the perfect fit in San Antonio. Those are just because he could shoot the rock and he's a lockdown defender. My only thing is, I, I think Davion Mitchell, because we all know if the Golden State Warriors don't trade for Bradley Beal with 7 and 14, and they're probably not going to. And they're probably not going to do that if they don't trade. What do you think the odds are of that? I'm more interested in that. In that. I don't think Brad gets traded before the deadline. I don't think anybody big goes tomorrow night. I think the biggest no. name potentially that goes is Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons, right? Yeah. I think that is. Yeah. That's that's probably the biggest one. Cool. But other than that, I, I don't think Brad. Now, if, if Brad gets traded at the deadline, I think Brad and Russ being traded at the deadline or, yeah. I pr- I'm pretty sure that's more likely, even them, I guess, just leaving in the offseason because the front office thinks that they can sign them to an extension. But I don't think they're gone in the next 24 hours. But Davion Mitchell, I think with the um, with um, Golden State keeping their picks, I think they might come back into the draft at 14 and select him there if he's still on the board. Um, they can get a, a guy they can develop for the future. He shoots the ball well. He's dynamic. He has defensive prowess. He can also give them minutes kind of kind of immediately, especially off the bench. Yeah. So I think, if anything, I, I have him going probably 14 um, to the Golden State Warriors. Also, Jalen Johnson, I know this is a little it's a little juice, 14 and a half. Jalen Johnson has been falling so fast in this in all these draft mocks that I see right now. And, and I mean, for good reason, Jalen Johnson got to college. He had a little... Uh, uh, tiff, can we call it, with the coaching staff at yeah. Duke because of playing time and things of that nature. Um, and and the thing about him, the mo about him is that he's extremely talented uh, in terms of his leaping ability. He's he's explosive. He can get you in the in between range. Um, so he has to work on that off the off the dribble uh, scoring. But other than that, he's not a not a great three point shooter. I think he attempted less than like ten three pointers in college, so can't really stretch the floor. But even though he has raw talent, I think his character has allowed him to drop down further on boards, and I think he's going to really slide. I'm thinking like a slide equivalent to 
like the bowl bowl slide coming out. Like you remember when bowl bowl just was not getting drafted by anyone. Everybody stayed away. Yeah. I think Jalen Johnson might be not to that extent, but a little uh, uh, eerily similar to how far he might go like in the twenties and get snagged up by another team. So I'm taking the over on him, 14 and a half. It's minus 150. I don't think I can't see him going at 15 or above, especially with Washington Wizards at 15. Um, yeah, I don't think the Wizards are going to bring in a guy with character issues at this point. They're probably going to go foreign. They're probably going to get Usman or they're going to get um, um, Sagoon from uh, Turkey. Also, Chris Dwart, who's been all over the place. His stock has literally been rising um, this entire offseason, um, especially over the past seven weeks, out of Oregon, 24 years old. Yeah, I like so, under 15 and a half. I'm taking, yep, I'm all over that, the under. I was looking at that too. It's under, funny you say that. Under fifteen and a half is. I'll my pay play. the juice on that minus one forty. He, he's he's like he's NBA ready now, and he's exactly. he's especially good for uh con, for ten for contending teams that are trying to bring in a young guy that they can go ahead and and and, prod it, and give them give him a responsibility and then move out the way. Um, especially with Dort, like I said, he's twenty four years old. I, I can see him going to the Warriors as well too. We also heard rumors about the Lakers trying to trade up in the draft, looking for a young some young guys that they can help, they can that can come in and play some substantial minutes, especially because they're not going to give any minutes to they're gonna, probably not going to pay, pay Dennis Schroeder. Um, they got a, a couple guys they might lose like Kuz or some other guys. So I think Dort fits that what they're trying to do there. Also, the Knicks are looking to move up as well. Just teams that are really in a place where they're trying to contend now and need a young guy that, to do so in this year's draft and also help them for the future. I think Dort under fifteen and a half is a really good play at minus 140 and the only other one I had was um Usman Garuba from Spain uh over 16 and a half at minus 130 because of the fact that you know sometimes foreigners get snagged up in the early rounds but if the Wizards don't select uh either him or um my guy from Turkey at 15 then these foreign guys are going to slip a little further down Uh, with Usman I think he's probably one of the best defenders in this year's draft a lot I watched a lot of film on him especially especially when they played against uh Spain played against United States in the exhibition he was playing extremely good defense Mm -hmm. on guys like um who's who's coming off the dribble uh I think it was Tatum no it was Jeremy Grant he's playing he was playing Jeremy Grant very well um he lined up a lot of times and, and bumped elbows with Draymond Green um but he he is a guy from Spain, so you know the, those are like hit or miss guys. There's a handful of teams that really are all in on like those those uh, foreign guys, the Wizards, the Spurs, for example. But I think he falls out of the top sixteen. Um, so at minus one thirty, I'm going to take the over on him. So, so so to summarize, I have Uzman Garuba from Spain over sixteen and a half at minus one thirty. Jalen Johnson over fourteen and a half at minus one fifty. Um, Davion Mitchell over twelve and a half. Uh, I think he's a little too small at plus one hundred value. My last one, Chris Dwart. Under 15 and a half and minus 140. So you bring up um, Jalen Johnson. Love that pick. Completely agree with you on Dwart, too. Um, looking at, though, right now, right above them over at BetMGM right now is Keon Johnson. Now, the under, so early on, a lot of hype, right? He's athletic as hell, but he was a one and done out of Tennessee. 19 years old only. 6'5". More of a wing, but... Not the best three-point shooter. Not one of the top shooting wings in this draft. And if you play him at the two-guard, I understand that because he is athletic as all hell. And that's why I guess you could make the case maybe for him to go under because he does have tremendous athletic ability and upside. But I just think there's better shooters in this draft. And there's guys that could actually fit roles like immediately, especially because he's not going to be a lottery pick. So he's going to find his way to like one of these teams, you know, that could contend, at least for a playoff spot. I'm going over and I'm going to pay the juice, man. 12 and a half minus 150. Keon Johnson out of Tennessee. I don't think he goes before pick 13. Yeah. I just, I, I think that there's better options there. Like I said, he is athletic, man. 
And obviously he's young, so he still has plenty of room to grow. But at 19 years old, one and done out of Tennessee, I love it. And I will pay the juice with that. And with a lot of these, actually, because, you know, tomorrow night, the the more we watch this coverage and, and the closer that we get, we're going to find out more information. So it's better to find the value right now. But still, that's one where I don't mind paying the juice. I just do not see him going before that. I love that pick. I love that pick. Anything and, else you got? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, there was a couple different things I was looking I've been looking at Kispert, man. What's your fill out on Kispert from Gonzaga? I just can't. I just, I. I, Bro, Kispert has been like. He could shoot, man. He can shoot. Like, he literally looks like Joe Harris, and that's the thing. But he's also not, not like, super athletic. But he can shoot. Like, when you can shoot that well, it's almost like a no-brainer that he In today's NBA, In in today's NBA. Like, you're an NBA-ready shooter at this point. Like you're gonna you're gonna get some love. And also his character and like the way he handles himself. I was watching the Summer League interviews um from all these guys at the it was uh not the Summer League, it was the NBA Combine. And he had just like probably a 10 minute to 15 minute spot with uh Jim Schultz of uh ESPN. Yeah. And he I couldn't tell who was interviewing who. Like I've never seen a guy so fine, like it, he was doing so well in this interview, like just the way he was smiling, the, the verbal, like he could, he could do my job. And see, the thing about him though is, guy's too good, man. I think you know he's, he was so clean that it kind of made me feel like, oh, this guy's a huge like scumbag, right? Like behind closed. Well, well, like, no. yeah, you ever meet a guy that's too nice? Like yeah. what is like? Why are you this nice? There's something underlying that I don't know. You're a killer. No, he might be a killer. <laughs> I feel like he's the kind of guy though that GMs that would love in those interviews. Yeah, yes. maybe. But I, man. So the over right now for Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga is uh, 13 and a half. It's juice minus 135 over at BetMGM. I don't know that I would take the under plus money plus 110, but I just think that he's shown some flashes that, okay, so he's a role player that could do a little bit of everything. You know, he's not a one-dimensional scorer. You said um, you like the over or the under? Uh, nothing there because oh. I could see it going either way. I could see him slipping and falling, but I could also see somebody taking a shot with him. I watched him drop 32 on Virginia earlier this year. And he knocked down 9 of 13 threes. At one point, he was shooting 52% from three-point land, 79% from two-point shots. Um, And he's got the size. He could plug and play. I feel like he does the little intangible things. You know, he could pass the ball. He will rebound. We'll see what he looks like in the league. I could see him going either way because I I was with you there for a minute, but I don't know, man, because he could stroke it, and he's one of the better shooters. And that's why when I look at a guy going back to Keon Johnson, why I would take Kispert over Keon Johnson, even though Johnson probably has the higher upside and he's only 19 years old. I just like guys that play in certain systems too. Like if a guy played for Jay Wright at Villanova, I want him on my team. Even if it is Dante DiVincenzo, you know, because the he's Michael gonna, Jordan of Delaware. you know what I mean? Because he's going to fit that role. Um, I don't Duke guys, you know, they're usually hit or miss, but there's just certain guys. And if you played for Mark few, I don't know. I, I feel like he could be a role player in the NBA right away. So he's definitely an interesting prospect that I could see going either way. What are your thoughts I, I probably, on IO, man? I probably would take uh Corey actually over. I, I think he, I think if anything, he might go to the wizards at 15. I would actually like that pick for the wizards. Yeah. I mean, cause at 15, what are you hoping for? That's what I'm saying. You know, if, if, if I'm, I'm if I'm looking at 15 and I'm the Wizards, just give me the best shooter. Like That's if, what you if, want, if, shooter. If you can shoot that well, yeah, and especially you're paying 16 million dollars to Davies Bertans to shoot, and you're probably gonna have to use him to if you really want to be a true non-run it back team and compete with Russ and Brad, who we spoke to Tommy Shepard today. He's moving on as if 
Russ and Brad will be a part of this team right. moving forward. Neither so one has requested a trade. So you need to stretch the floor for them. You need more shooters. Yeah. Uh, I could see you going Corey Kispert, very mature. Like you said, play for Gonzaga. Knows how he looks like an NBA ready player. He can come in and, and and get in where he fits in. Just shoot the ball. You we you don't need a guy that's going to be able to create. Russ and Brad are going to dribble that joint 199 out of the 200 times that ball is able to be touched by anybody else. Stand there, right? Catch and, and shoot, right? And Brad's the favorite to win the scoring titles. So you're not really looking for a scorer, and yeah. Russ is kind of a black hole where you don't know if he's going to want to pass. Although he's also the leader to lead the league in assists over at BetMGM too. I can't wait till tomorrow night. Maybe I'll have a couple more plays, but right now those are the ones that I probably like the best uh, as far as draft position in the NBA draft coming up tomorrow night.